Hello and welcome to the With Love podcast, where everything we say, do, and talk about is in love and from a place of love. I'm your host, Bella. And I'm your host, Abby. And we are so excited to go on this journey with you guys. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and let's talk about all things life. Hello and welcome to another episode of With Love, the podcast. Thank you for joining us, guys. Today, we are talking about life is drama. We are talking about all the dramas of life, why life has drama, relational drama, hardships, friendships, work drama, how to handle drama. Basically, we are talking about the component of life that is inevitable and that is everywhere. Yes, and we are all people living life, and so there is always going to be drama in some form. But, so to get into it, basically, I have never been one for drama. I never really liked drama. Even in school, I just, like, I just couldn't care less about school or drama or anything. And I never had fights with friends. I never tried to get involved in problems or make problems. Um, But that still does not mean that there was no drama, because there definitely was. And I feel like drama can sometimes just, appear when you really don't want it to yeah but life is full of it whether you like it or not and yeah drama comes and it goes and I think it's actually we'll talk about this later but I think it's actually more important how you respond to the drama and how you let it affect you than the actual drama yeah Yeah. exactly and I think drama is essentially like by definition drama is an exciting emotional or unexpected event or circumstance and that is basically what life is. It is unexpected. It's full of emotions and it is often very exciting. And therefore, drama is inevitable. If we are alive and living beings, which I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this is. And as we start off this discussion, I want to just say that drama isn't everything. It is in friendships. It is in work. It is in life, school. Like, I think there's this common misconception that drama ends after high school, which is not true at all. It is everywhere and it is therefore hard to avoid. No matter how hard you try to be the quiet and peaceful person who doesn't get involved, drama is everywhere. It is inevitable. And also, it's not always our fault that we have to encounter drama. Yeah. And um, I think like drama basically, we're so used to hearing like the typical high school drama and all these things that happen when we're young but I think drama still happens when we're older I think it just changes how it looks and how it outworks itself but I don't think it ever really disappears and um so basically like I said I'm definitely one that tried to stay away from drama I just did not want to get involved I hate I'm like the person who hates upsetting other people and I just never wanted to cause problems so I think that was kind of why I stuck far away but then I remember about I think it was like two to three years ago I think for the first time there was like a bit of a real drama that happened and it wasn't like just a okay friends mad at each other but it also wasn't like a world's ending type of drama it was just like a decent sized drama but it didn't affect me directly but it did affect people who I was very close to and I remember being like whoa why do things feel so awful right now and since then there's been a few dramas haven't there Mm -hmm. (laughs) even COVID like everything it's been a big moment for the world but yeah. honestly, this one, I think, was, like, the first time when I really saw that there was a proper drama, and it felt like an attack, and it was not nice, and it was not even targeted at me, but I remember feeling so down, and it was, like, I didn't even want to go out or do anything, because it made me feel so, like, sad and just not nice. Yeah. And, uh, like, imagine people who are caught up in things like that daily, or 
often that really are targeted at them and how it must feel. And I actually think like the hardest part of that was not even how it made me feel, but it was to see how it impacted those people close to me who never meant to do anything wrong or never intended to start any drama, but were really getting ostracized or in trouble for this specific thing. And I saw how, um, I saw firsthand, I think for the very first time, how mean and unkind people can be, even people who you thought for a long time were very good or nice people. Yeah. And, um, Looking back now, I think about those who are directly affected and I look at how they handled themselves in the midst of that drama um, because I was close to them, I could see. And they could have easily chosen to hate everyone that made them feel less than. They could have outed everyone who attacked them. They could have made their voice really loud and yeah. attacked everyone back. But I think like now in the time it was difficult to see this, but now looking back, the fact that they just did their thing and they didn't, they chose like not let it get to them. It did get to them, but they chose to as much as they could not let it get to them too much they chose to just like forgive these people who were nice but not being very nice and they didn't get loud or angry about the drama they just let it unfold and now like you would never even know and they've been able to move forward and focus on what is ahead of them instead yeah and instead of like focusing on what is behind them they focused on what was ahead and changed their kind of relationship with those people I guess but yeah like hard and high drama seasons they're gonna come and go but we have to remain constant in Jesus And that story you told kind of relates to how friendships and I guess all relationships for that matter are hard. Where people are involved, there is drama of some sort. We are all made different on purpose. Like these differences can lead to drama and can get the best of us at times. We have different gifts, ideas, thoughts and ways of doing things. But with Jesus, we are united as one and we can't let those differences get the better of us. And hard seasons filled with all the dramas of the world can lead to mental health challenges and even physical health challenges. So as hard as relationships are, we need to invest in them and commit to working things out because we are going to need strong, good people around us when life throws its most dramatic dramas at us. Yeah, and like, I think we were actually made for community. Like we're made Mm -hmm. for one another. So it's so important that we like learn how to not let dramas get the better of us because then we'll really, I feel like, things won't be nice for any of us but like even when you get a mean message from a friend or like a rude comment on Instagram because that can happen but it can really like affect you in a massive way it's like you don't even know this person but what they're saying is like really getting to you and most of the time what they say is like not even true but I think it's because we don't want to like have people we don't know not like us we all want to be liked like like we kind of said that last week but like we do all want to be liked and um you don't want to purposely upset anyone and um I want life to be just sweet and rosy for everyone so when I feel like I've said or done the wrong thing it honestly kills me inside and if I feel like I've made someone unhappy because that can happen too it's honestly the worst and I'll think about it for like a week though I love to overthink (laughs) but I actually have to get okay with knowing that I cannot make everyone happy and you can't solve anyone's every single person's problems and the way someone responds to you actually I feel like in situations that can be drama the way they respond says a lot more about them and what they're feeling than about you and if you tell someone that maybe you don't like how they acted or spoke or and they get defensive just know they're probably getting defensive because they know you are right they don't want to admit it yeah um that can go for all of us I feel like when someone tells me what to do I'd be like no don't do that but (laughs) it's actually because they're right and I should have done that um 
but yeah I think it can be very difficult because it requires us to humble ourselves and admit our wrongs and that's not an easy thing to do yeah it's difficult and challenging and if someone like does wrong you don't take it out by creating drama and holding resentment towards them and telling everyone their issues like actually choose to forgive them be the bigger person like ask yourself what would Jesus do if he were me right now I guess or in my shoes if Christ has the capacity to forgive us 70 times 7 whole movement on Twitter whatever tattoo movement (laughs) and and he has the power and capacity to forgive those who we even deem the lowest of society we have to be able to love and forgive others as well like, for example, one time, Abby and I had a really bad fight when we were um, traveling somewhere. And I don't know if anyone on here listening has watched this Kardashian scene where they have like, I think it's like Kim and Courtney have this massive fight and like they start bleeding and ripping into each other and like Chloe's trying to calm them down. I don't know why I'm talking about the Kardashians. But anyway, that fight is basically what happened to Abby and I in this hotel room of the place we were traveling. And Zach was trying to be the peacekeeper. Zach's our brother. And it was so bad. I hit Abby. Abby hit me. Abby scratched. I'm a very vocal fighter. Um, Abby's a very physical fighter. So it no, went. I am- yes, you are. It went to levels that it didn't need to go. <laughs> but no. Oh, my God. No, you can't defend yourself. It's my turn. No, I'm kidding. Um. But basically, like, that's just a funny example of one of our dramas that we've had, which everyone has dramas, as I've said. But our responses could have been so different. Like, we could have taken the Proverbs 15 response where a soft answer turns away wrath. But instead, we fed the drama and the outcome was actually a horrible time. And it wasn't only horrible for me and her. It was horrible for our whole family. Like, our dad had to come up and, like, be calm and, like, help sort it out. Our mom was like, I'm not getting involved. Like, anyway, that's our functional family but we chose drama instead of choosing peace and love and gentleness which is something that I think leads to a much better outcome as we said soft answer turns away wrath guys I just need to say I am not a physical fighter I've never had you are in my life Bella just wound me up to the point of like I don't know Abby just Bella no no we're not going there I think no I think also sometimes people can just like I think it's the best actually I'm not talking about the fighting to like give them the benefit of the doubt like actually maybe Bella was having a really bad day then and I retaliated bad whereas like if I just acknowledge oh my gosh she's actually just having a bad day it's fine walk away or like just be nice back like you never know what's actually going on for the other person I'm just kidding about the fight I know we both definitely caused that one but in general, like, even in the shops, if someone's, like, rude to you, like, just be, like, extra nice to them. And I feel like a lot of the time we actually end up, like, if you do that, or if someone's super rude and you turn around and be really nice, I feel like they almost feel more guilty about not being nice, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, we killed kindness, and then they'd be like, oh, I should have be nice. And also, you can make someone stay if they're having a bad day and you choose to be nice. Um, and, yeah, I often think, like, people would cause the issue because they're so unhappy about themselves or because of whatever's going on for them. And so they try to bring you down or make you feel less than. I think especially like in terms of maybe for girls or also for guys, but maybe like in school when people are really like attacking you or making comments, I feel like they are trying to bring you down um, to give them some weird type of satisfaction, which is actually so sad. So don't, don't always take it personally, but I think what you can do is like pray for them, pray for your enemies. (laughs) I know it's so much easier said than done, but really try send a little prayer for them. And um, 
yeah, I think it can be really easy to attack people and to go loud about the issues that we have and the dramas that we have, but to actually like step away and understand that there's more going on and to pray for them is actually like the best thing you can do because going loud about it and making your voice heard or your side the thing and telling everyone your side can actually just make more problems and then in the end I feel like people get confused and so then it just makes you look silly and I feel like people who are able to stay quiet in the midst of drama and just get on with things and not give in to making other people feel bad or attacking or putting nasty comments out there will get through the drama or the situation in a much more peaceful and respectable manner but yeah I also do know that can be super difficult because when someone's coming at you sometimes you want to put them in their place and sometimes there is a time for that but yeah I think it's choosing the right times yeah exactly and also just because someone like does wrong you and does create drama in your life it doesn't mean you have to go and badmouth them to others like gossip is actually a tactic used by the enemy to divide people and to make drama appear larger than it is and gossip is essentially I guess talking about others talking about their drama it's more than just as people often say talking bad about someone and if you're saying to someone like Oh, I'm, I'm just telling you this, but I would say it to their face as well. You probably shouldn't be saying it to anyone else other than to their face because that is actually what gossip is. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, sorry, my voice is going. I was a bit, my voice was gone last week. But I hear that all the time, that gossip corrupts both you and the person you're talking about. And it actually does. It makes drama appear more real and more, of an issue than it actually is whereas like if you just let the situation go and you don't like it is good to talk about it and seek wise counsel on certain issues <laughs> I need to drink tea but um it if you go on about it to the point where you're just telling everyone who will listen mm. it will really make the drama a whole lot worse yeah and it corrupts you because it makes you get high I guess like the feeling of high whatever off of others downfalls and sins and it corrupts your view of them and it makes you doubt yourself because honestly if you are talking smack about others with others I bet you those people they're probably talking smack about you when you're not around and you also probably know that and as loving as Jesus loving Christians we need to be living to the standard of like Ephesians 4 or 29 that says um, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such is good for building up, for building up others as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Like, imagine instead of talking bad about others and bad mouthing those in our lives, what if we actually built each other up? What if that's the only words that came out of our mouths about others was to build them up? Like, imagine the lack of drama and the insecurity and worry that we would feel. Like, can you actually picture a world where we just all build each other up? both behind closed doors and in front of each other. Like that world is a world that I want to live in. <laughs> yeah, me too. I would love to live in that world. And like, have you ever walked into a, I don't know if anyone's had this, but you walk into a space, like maybe it's a room or a group of friends and like suddenly they're all like, you can just tell they've been talking about you or they've been talking about something you disagree with or whatever. And then it all like goes quiet. And it's actually the most yeah. uncomfortable thing because it's like, they're actually talking about things that they wouldn't say to your face. And that's really it makes everything feel not nice and just awful so yeah and um envy and jealousy are another thing that can lead to gossip because you actually can't fulfill God's purpose for your life if you envy the lives of others because you'll be so focused on what other people are doing you'll end up doing things for the wrong reasons because you're trying to be like them or you're trying to get what they get and you'll not be able 
to focus on God and take your eyes off what God has for you. But what he has for you, no one else can take. So it's like, just yeah. stay where you are, do your thing. Don't worry about anyone else. Like your time will come and the plan God has for you will outwork itself. So you don't need to be jealous or envious. Yeah. yeah. Because also jealousy is like another major drama that appears in life, especially today. I think with like social media and the use of social media and seeing how others live, we see others succeeding and living the life we want or just um, for the future that we end up comparing where we are with where they're at. But the thing is, everyone's journey is different. And jealousy is, I guess, just a natural human reaction to the things we want and desire, yet we feel unable to attain. And we often end up taking our jealousy out on others instead of celebrating their wins with them. And in 1 Corinthians, it says, For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? Like, jealousy is a human behavior. I know that there's this whole meme going around like, oh, sorry, that wasn't very independent woman of me falling in love with you. I don't know if you know those memes, but like, that's not very living for eternity of us when we have jealousy, is it? It's natural, but it doesn't make it right. Like, I know for me, there's something I really feel in my heart. I feel called to a certain place and it's very hard to get to that place with visas and with figuring it all out, I guess, financially, visa wise, all this. And I've seen other people do it and succeed in doing it. And they're not even going for like to spread the message of Jesus or to volunteer at churches or all these things that I want to do. And I'm like, Jesus, these people are going for the wrong reasons and I'm trying to go for the right reasons. Why aren't you helping me? (laughs) And that's just a little funny thing of jealousy in my life. But I know all the stories are different, but it is a real struggle. And it is something that we have to hold ourselves accountable to. And choosing to follow God means saying no to jealousy. And this means that we are denying the flesh Yet again, another thing we have to deny the flesh with. Like, it's a constant battle, but jealousy is a tension we do not need on top of all the other dramas in life that we face. Yeah, and I love that because I feel like this envy is actually can be based on ignorance and arrogance, and it ultimately says that we have a better plan for our lives Mm. than what God has for us, which obviously is, like I said, that's not true because he is a creator of all. He has the ultimate plan. And our journeys are all different, like you mentioned. And the Bible actually says a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. So, like, if you're envious, it's going to, like, rot your bones. Like, that's a hectic. Yeah. But, like, just choose peace over envy. It's not easy to do that. But I think if you just make the daily decision, be like, okay, I'm peaceful where I'm at. This is what I'm doing right now. I'm going to see what happens. And each day is going to surprise you. Yeah, and don't let others' lives consume you. Like, live for him. Live your life with freedom, knowing he's got you. Like, I love what it says in Galatians. Watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Like, how are you treating your neighbors? Are you in constant tension with their lives? Are you consumed with their lives? Like, worrying about others can lead to serious drama or serious peace and harmony in your life. Like, we don't want to have to worry in a negative sense. You want to worry, like, I hope they're doing good. I hope they're succeeding. I hope I can celebrate them own experience with others based on your levels of envy and self-security yeah and like I think it's important to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep Mm -hmm. um like pay attention to what other people are feeling and I think it's easy very easy to weep with those who weep because if they cry you can cry because you feel sad for them but rejoicing I think is another thing it can be it can Mm -hmm. be difficult to um rejoice with people because you see them on a level or getting something or rejoice about something that maybe you want but instead I think it's important to rejoice and not resent them and it's easy to 
comfort people when they're down and um, celebrating their victory can be difficult, but that's what we need to do. Yeah. And the Bible says like, blessed is the peacemaker. Choosing peace in battles and fights is so worth it. We begin to live blessed and free when we choose to chase after that peace and choose to be peacemakers in drama or dramatic moments. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And um, we have to remember, like, if someone is really attacking you, Jesus also sees it. I feel like we forget this all the time. Like, Jesus genuinely sees it. He's in every situation with you. And he is, as much as he's a God of grace and mercy and peace, he's also a God of justice. And just trust him because in time he will make things right. He fights for you, literally. You may not even see it or feel it, but he does. He will fight your fights for you and he will ultimately make things right for you. So don't worry about what anyone, what any drama is happening. Jesus will fight your fight. Yes, but like in that, we also have a part to play. We have to be the bigger person and see that God's got it and he will work out that situation however he sees fit. But something we can't forget is that we are called to be the light of the world. So don't let others put out that light. Don't let discouragement because of how they treat you affect your God-given light. I recently watched this one football movie um, and we love a good football movie. Shout out to the Americans. But... um. They told this story about Billy Graham and I was so taken back. I was like, oh my gosh, that is such a cool story. And it was basically, so he did a massive crusade in one of the stadiums in America and he gave everyone a candle. Well, not him personally, but they gave everyone candles um, who was in the crowd and he essentially lit the candle and then passed it around until everyone in the stadium had the candle lit in their hand with like the little doily that catches the wax, you know, those candles. And basically, it looked like the entire stadium was on fire with the amount of lights and candles that they were burning there. And all these fire trucks started coming and police and ambulance and everyone to check if everything was okay. But it was just their lights on fire. And he was using it as an illustration to show that this is the light inside of all of us. And when we let the light shine, everyone is forced to pay attention. So like, imagine we all allowed our lights to shine that bright and chose to live so differently that people were forced to notice like they're forced to notice fires. In Matthew, it says, we are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. So choosing to be the city on the hill, the odd one out who doesn't conform to the drama of the world around us, like that is amazing. And imagine if we allow renewal and transformation. I know it's not easy. It's a narrow road, but it is so worth it. This constant like recreation of the world around us, um, it creates less stress, drama, and a much more peaceful blessed life when we are just naturally ourselves and naturally allow our light to shine yeah that's actually crazy I yeah um and like what Bella's basically said I completely agree and I feel like we are the light of the world a city on a hill that cannot be hidden and it says like Jesus does change the way we think he allows this renewal and transformation in our minds and um I think once we come to know Jesus and we're a Christian our view on things changes like we spoke about previously but the way we see things changes and so I think even the way we see drama we see these big situations it changes because the like society or like maybe your friend group or whoever sees it as like this huge thing but you're actually like hold on in the grand scheme of things this isn't like gonna matter like there's so much bigger we're living for here this little situation at the end of the day is going to be fine and um in like following Jesus does come with its own set of battles and sometimes the battles come not because like you've done something wrong maybe this drama doesn't even happen because you've done something wrong but maybe it actually happens because 
you've done something right. And um, have you ever noticed like you stand up for something that is correct or you make a statement that's definitely right, but no one is happy about it? I think it's Mm -hmm. because we actually really do see things differently once we know Jesus um, compared to how the world tells us to view things and how it tells us to look at certain situations. Yeah. And also on that note, I want to actually say, be careful who you associate with. If you're only friends with people that feed off of drama and then they go around saying, I hate drama, like almost daily, literally run from those people. (laughs) It is a sad reality that I see all too often. I'm guilty of having used this line before. I know in high school, I was like, I hate drama. And I was like, oh my gosh, tell me what happened. Who is he? Who? No. Oh my gosh, stop. But like, we all do that. (laughs) And as Proverbs says, it's literally blabber. It is rude. It is cruel. And it is horrible to associate with people who only live for drama and live for the demise of others. And I know it's hard to escape situations where people are creating creating drama, where they're inventing their own drama or telling you about some sort of drama. But life honestly has enough of its own dramas and we really do not need more, especially when it does not affect us in any way other than entertainment purposes (laughs) yeah literally and I just want to practically say remove yourself from people who are always starting drama like Bella said because you know who they are and the ones who just want to talk to you to get information about other people is not nice but I think like practically if someone has hurt you or maybe there's been situations where it has been like big drama for you I think you could pray for those people who have hurt you Forgive people who do you wrong and don't doubt what God has for you based on how these other people have made you feel or um, like don't worry about the drama they've created, whatever it may be. And also try not to complicate things. Let things be as simple as possible and keep the most important, the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and keep Jesus at the center of it. He'll be in it with you. He'll fight for you in that and address everything with love and kindness. I think it's very good to confront things and to, if someone is having a, big drama it's good to confront it and talk to them about it and if someone's upset you even like just talk about it make a wrong right but do it with love and kindness because I think that's where we can so easily go wrong yeah and I think also how we handle drama says a lot about our relationship with Jesus it stated the other day this line that honestly really stuck with me It said, the closer we are to him, the more of his peace we feel. And the closer we get to that peace, the easier it is to share with others. We have to walk with him to know real peace. Like he is the Prince of Peace. It's that is what he's named in the Bible. And when I read that, I think of the royal family and I know it was the funeral yesterday and everything, but I think of like the grace, I guess, that they carry and the way people look up to them and the way they talk to people and interact with people. And they're just like the princes and princesses of a country. Like imagine being the prince of peace and having an encounter of peace and being able to encounter peace like that every single day. And I think like that is God and he provides us with that kind of peace. And to know real peace, I guess, is to actually know him. And the closer we are to him, the easier it is to be drawn drama free and to handle the dramas of life because like we've said a few times in this episode they are inevitable with ease and with godly peace we can handle them though Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so true and um I think I think that's pretty much everything we wanted to say how do you feel do you want to do some takeaways yes do you want to go first (laughs) yeah for sure Yeah. yeah okay
So my three, number one is dramas everywhere. And it is okay if you've had some drama. It's gonna, it's part of life. That's number one. Number two is keep things simple and how you respond is the most important. So that's like two, two things too. Yeah. Um, And number three is that Jesus fights for you. Yes, I love those. And honestly, guys, this is my favorite part of every episode. Um, But mine are, so one, God didn't promise an easy life free from drama, but with him, we can handle the drama of life with ease and with godly peace. Two, sin is in this world and therefore we are going to face dramas. Sin is everywhere and all around us. It's our job as God-fearing Christians to choose to be the city on the hill, the light in the dark world around us and the oddball in an otherwise worldly drama-filled situation. Remember the Billy Graham story, guys. Don't hide your light. Let your light shine. Oh, okay. Never mind. Not going to that. <laughs> and third and final point, hard seasons come and go, but we have to remain constant in Jesus. Dramas come and go. Friendships come and go. But he is constant and true time and time again. And that is it for episode four. That's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We got something out of it. If you liked it, please don't hesitate to give us a little like or a view and subscribe to our weekly uploads. We'd love to hear from you guys. So feel free to email us at withlovethepodcast at gmail.com or reach out via Instagram at withlovethepod. Thanks for listening and catch you next Friday for a new episode.